Good evening, good evening, good evening, everybody. Um, <clears throat> I hope you ladies, you moms, anyone listening, hope you are having a wonderful, wonderful evening. I hope my volume is up. I hope you can hear me clearly. Um, <clears throat> as I stated before, I am using professional equipment. I do not live in the suburbs, not yet. And so... Um, if you hear some outside noise, know that it's because my microphone, which is amazing, is picking up sound from outside. Um, how are you ladies? If I can just have a moment of transparency, um, it is very hard to record now (laughs) because, um, I don't know if I've said this on, um, the podcast before, but, I am now full-time returned to work. I am now, um, my daughter is now full-time student in school every day, no hybrid, no remote. And it has definitely, definitely, definitely been a shift. Um, It has definitely been an adjustment. It has definitely caught me by surprise. And so therefore, the only time that I do have <clears throat> to record um, is at night when she has gone to sleep. Uh, I fed, done homework, and you know all all that good stuff. So, um, if any of you can relate, you know how difficult this must be <laughs> for all of us. Um, even if you're like a stay-at-home mom, I think that. Um, this time may be, of course, difficult for you as well because you're no longer having to get up and sit your child in front of the computer and engage them yourself all day. Now you have to, you know, get up and kind of drive, send them on the bus, get them ready, get lunches ready. So needless to say, life has changed. So I am asking you tonight to bear with me. But one of the things that... um I am not going to be ashamed of talking about as a mother is list. I make tons of lists. I have journals upon journals where my life is organized to the best of my abilities via calendar or journals, which I keep list. And so everything that I want to discuss tonight, um, I put on a list in my journal because I didn't want to skip out on anything. I thought this was really an important topic. Um, I've never heard it on other podcasts, and so I thought you guys um, would enjoy it. So the title of um, the episode tonight is Single Moms Breaking Up in Relationships in Front of Our Children, because I feel like, you know, for many years since I've been doing the podcast, you know, I've talked about experiences having to do with the other co-parent you know, whether you're divorced or whether you have, you know, a child's father that you are unmarried to, but no one talks about the afterlife and, you know, the dating journey. And let's just say you're blessed enough. And I say that (laughs) with so much truth, because I do believe, uh, you know, relationships these days are very difficult. Um, We are in a new age where, you know, men are not well, I can only speak from my own race. I feel like African-American men um, have opted out 
of commitment and marriage to us. Um, I'm not for certain why, you know, we, so many people have so many different theories. There are people that have built complete platforms off of, you know, those theories, but I'm not here to talk about those theories. Cause I, you know, in essence do not know, but, um, yeah. So if you are blessed enough to get into a relationship, what do you do? Um, when that relationship is ending, how do you navigate? How do you talk to your kids about it? How do you, um, move on? Um, and a lot of moms, like I said, do not talk about this. Um, because number one, the stigma of being a single mom, and then, you know, to talk about your dating journey, like maybe you're not celibate and maybe you're just like out there living it up, you know what I mean? Or maybe, um, you are a serial dater. Maybe you're not dating at all. Maybe your whole life is, you know, devoted to the children. So I feel like there isn't like necessarily a platform for mom to discuss, okay, my new relationship after my child's father or after my divorce, how that went. <clears throat> and what about those relationships? Um, are you healthy to get into those relationships? Are you not? And, you know, um, have you introduced the kids to these relationships and then the relationship ended and how do you necessarily navigate that? And like I always say, I'm not going to be before you long tonight. Um, I'm keeping on with the motto of keeping these episodes short, 15 minutes or less. So, um, basically how do you handle those breakups? Um, and how do you navigate, you know, everything not looking perfect in front of the kids? Like, okay, maybe it didn't work out with your dad, didn't work out with the person that I married, but now maybe you've gotten with someone else um, and it's not working out. Um, and maybe you're unraveling that relationship in front of your kids, whether your kids are five and six or 13 or 24, you know, what does that look like for them? And how are we affecting the kids? You know, is it a bad repercussion or, you know, was it a positive relationship? Was it an abusive relationship? You know, I can say like for me, when I got into relationships right after um, I had had my child, I'm not necessarily sure I was all the way healthy. Um, I think that I was experiencing and going through a lot of trauma and, you know, I don't know if I was seeing everybody with a clear lens. Um, I've always been a loving person and I've always been a person that believed in love. So I wasn't necessarily jaded, um, but I definitely was like <laughs> vomiting at the mouth about, you know, my child's father and you know, whatever we were going through at that time. Um, but moms do fall in love with other people. Um, you know, um, and some moms, you know, are just looking for hookups. Um, and some moms are desperate for relationships. You know, whatever category you fall in, that stuff is happening in front of your kids, you know. Um, and so tonight... You know, as always, I always give steps. Um, 
on how to navigate those situations and most importantly, how to navigate those situations in a place of healing um, and authenticity. Um, and um, for me, thankfully, I'm not necessarily a person that has had a serious relationship in front of my daughter um, and it broke up, but I definitely had situations where they ended and I had to deal with those emotions, whether I had to, you know, cry it out, act like nothing was happening, because at the end of the day, the bottom line is we have to take care of our kids, right? No matter what's going on, we have to be present for our kids. And I think that's the toughest part about navigating relationships in front of our kids is that we don't get afforded the right to say, I'm not gonna, you know, be emotionally present for you. I'm not gonna take care of you. I'm gonna lay in bed all day, you know, whereas when, when I was a single woman, and, you know, I broke up out of a relationship. It was kind of like, yeah, close the shutters. You know, I was on my Carrie Bradshaw, but we're not afforded those same rights. Um, and so here are some steps that have worked for me. Number one, um, and for those of you that don't know, um, I ended um, my dynamic with my child's father when my baby was, you know, in utero, so even though I couldn't necessarily fast from food, <laughs> I love my pizza, I fasted from the situation. You know, I kind of like navigated my pregnancy and, <clears throat> you know, decided that I was gonna make a decision to become and be the most healthiest mom, you know, I could be in that time, no matter what was going on. And so that was my way of fasting. Now, if it's you after a relationship, obviously you're not, hopefully you're not with child. And so you may decide that you want to fast. And fasting doesn't necessarily mean, you know, you're swallowing your own spit. It could be, I'm not going to watch TV. You know, I'm not going to speak to this person in this season. Um, I'm not going to date in this season. Um... I'm not going to, you know, go on social media. I've never done that one. But, <laughs> you know, for those of you that can. And obviously, you know, with fasting comes prayer. Um, and whatever that looks like for you, because I realize that, you know, everybody that listens to this show is not Christian. But I think prayer definitely helps. Um, definitely self-development. Um, and self-development could be anything. Um, whatever that means for you, whether that means, you know, watching a lot of mo motivational people speak about love and relationships or about peace and, you know, um, self-care or self-love, those things are out there. Google it. Even on Instagram, I find, you know, depending on the posts that you consistently like or read, you'll find coaches in those areas and you can sign up for like free workshops. So there's definitely always opportunities to grow. Um, um, affirmations. I just got into that this year, but I feel like they're really helpful if you can like stay the course and stay on the journey. Um, you know, just kind of affirming who you are, whatever area you're struggling with, you know, affirming 
you know, peace, affirming the love in your life, affirming the positivity in your life. Um, staying single. Um, I don't know, like a lot of people say that, you know, they go through seasons where they are totally opposed to having a man in their life. Like even if one hit them over the head, they would look the other way. But, you know, I'm, I'm always open to love, but there's definitely been seasons where I felt like, okay, I am totally toxic. Um, and maybe I need to spend some time with myself. Um, this wasn't that season for me, but, um, there has been times when I haven't dated for a year or two. And even though I was kind of like, like I said, I'm always open to love. I wasn't necessarily like pursuing real commitment. I kind of was like, I feel like the first three years of my daughter's life, I kind of wasn't hardcore pursuing a relationship. Um, I was really focused on healing, making sure that she was safe, making sure that nothing was affecting her growth. Um, and it wasn't until she got a little older that I kind of felt comfortable with the idea of, you know, sharing myself with someone else. Um, and, you know, in line with the healing, remember, um, if you have one kid or two or three kids, four kids, they need healing too after breakups. They need healing too. And I think that's one thing that we don't talk about is that a lot of us women are going through internal struggle struggles and we're going through a lot of these things, but we don't realize that some of these things may be affecting our kids. I mean, we, we might think these relationships are over, but we might be in a posture of low self-esteem. We might be in a posture of self-hate. And so if you have a daughter or you have a son, um, don't be surprised if they're, you know, reincarnating those same emotions and those same feelings and navigating in the world the same way you are. Um, during the pandemic, my daughter did go through some small play therapy, mostly to help her kind of like adopt to what was going on in the world. I didn't feel like I was equipped um, to explain everything that was going on. So I think therapy for both of you, if you have a situation where your family is changing, maybe you had a man, you don't anymore, or you were married again after the child or the children's father and that relationship ended, just kind of like going to therapy and making sure that everybody in your household um, is expressing those feelings and those thoughts of, you know, the loss or maybe it's not a loss. Maybe he was a total, <laughs> you know, not a good person. So, you know, depending on what your dynamic is. Um, and then eventually, I think, you know, children are resilient um, because we are single moms. Um, we're, we're always going to be, in essence, introducing our children, you know, old, small, to our new partners. And so we have to give them time to heal because they're in those relationships that we are in as well. And then I think eventually they get used to the idea of you being with someone else, just like they got unused to the idea of you being with their, um, you know, parent your co-parent, they get used to, you know, you not being with that new person after the co-parent. Um, I don't know if this topic will resonate with everyone, but 
you know, it was on my mind heavy and I just thought I would talk about it. And, you know, like I said, for the rest of the year, I'm kind of going to be, you know, digging deep into like some relationship stuff that, you know, single moms go through and bear with me. It's not all going to be perfect, but hopefully I can, you know, tell my story from a positive perspective that you can find insightful. Thank you. I love you all as usual. And thank you for bearing with me for doing this episode so late. Um, I'm going to squeeze in <clears throat> as much episodes I can. Um, I think probably around Thanksgiving um, will be like the final episode up until 2022. Um, and I'll again be in a lab just kind of like figuring out, you know, what direction I'm going to go in and um, with the podcast. Um, I want to do some rebranding, but um I'll definitely keep you guys posted about that. Again, I love you all. Thank you for sticking with me if you're listening to this tonight. Um, My heart goes out to you and thank you for supporting me. Bye.